It just shows that God is still interested in the hungry. He still wants us to feed the hungry. He still wants us to engage with people in poverty. Now, I haven't met Ruth personally, but as a mum, I find I just find it hard to get my head around sometimes. I have three children. They are 8, 12, and 15. I have to think about that then. But they are always hungry, like always hungry. I can just clear up from dinner, clear up the kitchen, and they sit down and go, Mum, I'm hungry. So to be in a country where I'm struggling just to give my children basic food is something I find hard to understand. But this is a country that we are working with in Nigeria. We are working with our partner there, which is the Church of Christ Nigeria. We work through the churches. I don't know if you've heard of this, but we do something called church and community transformation. And we very much have found this is a really successful strategy in helping communities help themselves out of poverty. So this CCT is at the very heart of our work, and we work through churches, and actually it starts off, again, less is more, very, very simply. We are running Bible studies, and we run them in many, many countries now. And the Bible studies actually start by saying, God cares for your spiritual and your physical needs. And these Bible studies teach everybody that we're made in the image of God and that we all have skills and we all have abilities and we all have gifts inside us that are God-given. And actually out of these Bible studies grow these self-help groups and the groups, they, they give a little bit of money and then, and then they take turns in giving each other loans from the group. And as we saw in the story of Ruth, in her story, she managed to buy some fertilizer. She managed to, as a team, they looked together at, and diversifying their crops. And actually what we're seeing is this is a very, very simple strategy, but we are seeing again and again whole communities, not just one or two people that are picked out of a community, but actually whole communities together beginning to move out of poverty. So this is our key way of working when it's long-term poverty strategy because we find it gives people dignity, it builds people's confidence, and it helps people to provide for their own families. And actually, that's a really important thing of dignity because sometimes I think traditionally people in the West have just swept in, but actually it really knocks people's confidence if they can't find ways of providing for their own family. And so we found this is a real, really sustainable solution to poverty, and we are upscaling how we do this in many countries because we've seen real success in how it works. Um, God doesn't intend to, for there to be poverty. There's actually enough resources in our world for everyone to have enough. Um, I really love the Old Testament, actually, because it shows some real things of God's heart. And in Deuteronomy... God teaches his people. He gives them actual practical strategies so there wouldn't be poverty. He actually says, it says in Deuteronomy 15, there should be no poor among you because he teaches us to tithe. He teaches gleaning, which is where people take grain from the field that's enough for them, but they leave whatever's left so that people that don't have enough can come and take something. Um, he, he teaches about the Jubilee, which is cancelling debts every seven years. And so actually... All the way through the Bible, God has given us practical strategies and he wants to work with his people in, in, in poverty. So he plans to use us. I love the story of Joseph. And again, actually, that story is God giving Joseph a prophetic vision 
and a prophetic strategy. He tells Joseph there will be a famine, but he gives Joseph a prophetic strategy of how to ensure that people are fed. And I feel like Tear Fund is actually like an organization that has a prophetic strategy and a prophetic mandate from God. And actually supporting Tear Fund is like Joseph would have had so many people underneath him serving his vision. And actually that made sure a nation and many nations surrounding it were fed. And I feel like God has given Tear Fund like a prophetic mandate in poverty in the world. So... The question we left is, is how do individuals, how do we respond to God's call to engage with the need of hunger and poverty wherever we see it? Um, It's clear from all those stories that God wants to use us to engage and not look to somebody else. It's clear he asks us what we already have in our hands, even if it's very little. I've got a daughter, Gabriella, she's 15, and she saw a video like this about some orphans in Cambodia. And She came to me and she said, Mum, I want to do something, but I have nothing to give at all. So we had a chat and I said, well, what, what can you do? Where are you? What, what have you got? She goes, well, I quite like running. She goes, how about I do a run and I ask a few people to sponsor me? And I said, that's a really good idea. Why don't you go for that? So she asked a few relatives and family. And I think she ended up raising nearly £400. And she just did a little park run. And it actually just really amazed me that she had nothing, but she took a step of faith into something because she wanted to engage and she wanted to respond. Obviously, I've told you my friend, and she just says she gives £3.50 a month, but that's her way of responding and engaging. Um, my nan is 98. She is a mighty prayer warrior, and uh, she has faithfully prayed behind the scenes for many people, many churches, and many nations. And I still think that is such a significant gift. So shout out to all of you mighty praying people, men and women. Um, There are kind of many ways in which we can respond. There are many things that God puts on our heart. Um, Obviously, I'm here from Tear Fund, so I just want to say to you, please give generously. I know it's your harvest in a couple of weeks. It blesses us, and you probably will never know the impact of your financial giving. You'll probably never know how many lives some of that's changed. So I'm here to thank you that you'll be giving your harvest um, donations to us and um, encourage you to give generously to that. So I'm just going to finish by saying, ask God, what are the loaves and fishes that he has given you in your life? What is it he's given you in your hands? How do you think God might be calling you to engage with the hungry, whether that is in your own town, whether that's in your own community, whether that's through people you know? Really ask God, what, how might he be calling you just to engage in, in the world we live in? Because that is a call and mandate on us as Christians. I'm just going to finish with a prayer. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you use us in your plans to bless the world and our communities. Thank you that when we step out in faith with a little, you can do amazing things. Thank you that we are your hands and feet in the world. And thank you that you say that when we do a little for others, it's like we're doing it for you yourself. Amen.